Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Catch with John Fisher on Blog Talk Radio, connecting life to faith. We're just trying to get it together, trying to help the fellow Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Blog Talk Radio, The Catch, on uh, on Internet Radio, every Tuesday night at 6, and after that, um, anytime you want it, as a podcast. And we have got, a matter of fact, a backlog of incredible interviews that uh, you can just work your way down through, and... Uh, Spend a, a really well spent half hour anytime you want to because we've got some wonderful people on here. And uh, today is uh, tonight is a very, very special one uh, because we're going to talk about something that is central to everything that we do here at the catch. You know, the world is trying to get it together, trying to help their fellow man, hoping we can make it better. Do you really think we can? Is those opening lines of uh, of my song, Matthew's Blues, that that so well kicks this thing off every every week. Because we're trying to figure out how we live in the real world. How do we live as Christians in the world? Christians in the marketplace. What how are we supposed to do this the right way? And, you know, uh, as any of you might have followed some of my writings over the years, especially something like um, uh, uh, Fearless Faith, Living Beyond the Walls of Safe Christianity, or something like What on Earth Are We Doing? Um, You will know that I've been struggling for a long time with the whole idea of, of being Christians in the world. And especially what happened when we started to develop a Christian subculture. It was something really bothered me about that. And it took me a long time to find it, but I finally found it. And now a similar thing is happening with, with something that we generally call worldview. And uh, it comes from a German word called Weltanschauung, which means world view. How do you how do you see the world? And um, uh, you know, it makes a lot of sense that Christians should do a lot of thinking about how we see the world, but unfortunately, we don't. And we we probably pick up from other people, from our pastors or from other people at church or other Christians we know, we kind of just pick up uh, a, a kind of general idea about how to think about the world and how to react uh, at our workplace and things like that. I don't think we do much good thinking about it at all. And we need a lot, we need to be a lot, lot smarter. But one of the things that concerns me is that for even those people who are really helping uh, in this 
job to try and help Christians think through the culture. Oftentimes, what they do uh, with the best of intentions uh, seems to end up in the same spot. Let me explain real quick, and then I think you'll get the background of where we're going to go, where Wayne and I want to discuss this. Um, uh, when, when my when my mother, had, who had severe dementia, was kind of losing her track of things, uh, I would I would talk to her a lot on the phone, and as she would start out making sense. Almost all of her sentences went like this. She would start out making sense with the first few words of a sentence, but then all of a sudden it would veer a little bit off and then she'd be in something else and not making sense at all, not even saying real words and almost ending up in total gibberish by the time she finished her sentence. And, uh, I, I had a mental picture of this, kind of like uh, one of those uh, models where you have the uh, marbles or or balls that roll down things, and they, you know, they roll and they drop into something else, and then they roll and drop into something else, and then they go over here and they knock something else that kicks that out, and down they keep going, and if they get off the wrong track, they all end up in the basket. <laughs> And they don't go anywhere. And I just had that mental picture of often my mother's sentences with pretty much always ending up in the basket. And uh, when we talk about worldview, I swear, you can set your watch to when we're going to all of a sudden start talking about morality. We're going to start talking about abortion. We're going to start talking about uh, gays and lesbians and transgenders. We're going to start talking uh, about racism and, um, uh, you know, we're going to start talking about political correctness. Who, you know, it's amazing that we get into these things. And when we get to them, we are actually stressing our own point of view. It's like, okay, we're going to learn our worldview and a worldview is going to tell us how to think about all these things. And once we learn how to think about all these things, then we'll go after the rest of the world and tell them, this is how you ought to get it right. You guys have got it wrong. And so we always seem to end up, uh, like I said in my article this morning, building walls with the world instead of what I really think we should be doing is building bridges. So Wayne and I are going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that tonight and um, help. hopefully if you get some, some pointers, some guidelines, and more, most than anything, you know, I don't have any, I don't have a lot of really good answers on this, you guys, because I'm still working it out in my own mind. When I write about it, I'm just, uh, even I said, I said, you know, I'm not completely sure why, uh, but I don't think we're getting it right. Um so you have to realize my thoughts are reaching for something I don't think I have fully grasped. But I am concerned that when Christians talk about worldview today, they seem to end up talking about morality, almost exclusively talking about uh, society, talking about 
really how we as Christians can kind of make the world more Christian, make, you know, make politics, use politics to make society better, more Christian, more comfortable, more the way we'd like it to be. And uh, boy, we got, we go down that track, we have lost the gospel. That's what I'm really mostly concerned about. So um, with all of that as a background, please welcome back to, to Blog Talk Radio, my, my friend and old roommate from Wheaton College and, and uh, just good buddy and so happy that, that our relationship has kind of blossomed lately uh, as Wayne has gotten more and more involved with what we're doing here in the catch. Um, please welcome uh, former pastor, but you never are a former pastor. You're always a pastor. Uh, your pastor and mine, Wayne Bridegroom. Wayne, welcome to Blog Talk Radio. It's always good to be with you, John. It's great to hear your voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you don't even have to tell me who you are. I just recognize your voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, geez, I, I kind of got real lengthy with that introduction, but um, I, I'm wondering. You know that that whole thing I talked about is how how we seem to always end up in 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 almost building walls, putting pressure on society, telling people this is the the Christian. It's almost like our way against your way. Um, have you found that true, Wayne? And do you have you know any comments on why you think that that has come to be? Uh, yeah, I think that's true. It's been it's been developing uh, for 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 decades. As I uh, yeah. as I read read through what you uh, wrote this morning uh, on uh, uh, the catch, I just I jotted a, a note here that that is important to me, and that is this: don't fight for the right way; fight for the right to be heard. And mm. um, uh, I, I just, Good. Y- you know, John, I, um, I, I remember in my seminary days, and I realized things have changed for the better. Okay, uh, but um, seminaries back in in the late '60s, early '70s, uh, they always had an axe to grind. It was, uh, you know. Our particular denomination, or or our particular um, uh, 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 theology. I mean, you can you know dispensational, Reformed, Catholic, Wesleyan, da da da. You know, it was it was always uh, this is what we believe, and here's why everybody else is wrong. Well, yeah, they're Christian, but they're kind of sub-Christian because our interpretation of of scripture is uh is the best and um uh you know after after 50 years of pastoring um i have interacted with a lot of uh pastors and and lay leaders from those other traditions and i have found oh wow these folks really love jesus how can they love jesus when they're so wrong theologically <laughs> you know, and I just and I go, 
oh, Wayne, get over it. You, you yeah. know, it's um, the, 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 the basket of the church is a whole lot bigger than just one particular theological viewpoint. And, um, uh, but I, w- w- what I fear is, is that we have, we have taken that approach that says we have to be right. We are right. Yeah. And we have thrust that approach uh, into the world. And, and, and when, and when anyone approaches uh, another person with, I'm right, you're wrong. You just automatically turn off the other person or persons, you know, and, and the conversation pretty much ends there. And, and, I, I fear that uh, this whole culture war issue uh, has managed to, to uh, turn off more people than than we would like to admit. Let's put it yeah. politely. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think that uh, uh, a big part of the problem, Wayne, is that we have gotten to where we we think we can change culture for the better? Um, especially that's why we, so many Christians have gotten politically involved because we think we can somehow, uh, bring the kingdom of God, uh, to earth through, you know, political means. Um, and, and that gets us in a sense, pushing, pushing our own idea of culture on the world mm-hmm. when when mm-hmm. we are called we're supposed to be loving the world and bringing the gospel to people that that should be our message and uh yet mm-hmm. i i think it's gotten lost uh in many ways don't you yeah i i the 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 way um i would look at that if it, you know, remember when uh, Jesus was before Pilate, he made this incredible statement, my kingdom is not of this world. If it mm. were, my my people would fight for me. And and I, I think that we, we, we have to take that seriously. We have to really deal with that. Um, if um, um, well, first of all, I, I know that you know, you know, and, and and I know there's absolutely nothing wrong with uh, Christian people being involved in politics and social issues and 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 and, right. and so on. But when you're trying, but when you're trying to cram your particular set of beliefs or lifestyle uh, down an entire culture's throat, as it were, uh, and and I now I know that. I, I, I know that my brothers and sisters who are in, involved in this would take offense at, at that statement. You know, they're saying, "Oh, we're just we're just trying to preserve Christian America." I, I mean, it, because if we were more uh, Christian, you know, in our social life and political life and moral life, well, then you know everything would go so much so much better uh, for our country. Well. Uh, um, there is certainly some truth to that, uh, but the way we have approached it seems to me to, by and large, turn people off. And 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 
the the other thing i i would add is um you know the the one thing i heard over and over and just ad nauseum is as as to you know why people don't go to church it's because of hypocrisy you guys mm-hmm. are nothing but a bunch of hypocrites mm-hmm. and and i know that i i mean i've been in a uh, a baptist church the the whole all years of ministry decades of ministry and and for oh at least 20 years now there has been a move in our circles to change the name of our churches to get Baptists out of the name because mm. Baptists are so ill considered. People, mm-hmm. uh, people were so. Uh, if you, I don't, okay, I won't name names. People <laughs> were so of, offended by big name Baptist pastors mm-hmm. that I, I mean, I have a. a a, a large Baptist church here in town. Uh, uh, people would uh, invite their friends to church, and 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 they would say, "Yeah, I'll, I'll come." Where's Where's your church? What's the name? And they would give the name of it that included Baptist, and that ended that. No, I'm not coming. And we have. It seems to me that through all of this, we have earned uh, a, a reputation of of uh, hypocrisy and. And I don't know, John, it, it seems to me that, and again, nothing wrong with being involved in politics or anything at all like that. However, if if the church were genuinely the church, if, I mean, if we were, if we were walking with Jesus, if we were loving Jesus, if we were loving one another, then I really do believe the world would sit up and take notice and say, hey, I want to be part of that. Mm. But instead, mm. we've gotten so involved in these culture wars, mm-hmm. you know, that people say, oh, well, yeah, you're all concerned about this, that, and the other thing. But when I look at you, I see the same thing going on. So forget it. Yeah, yeah. I think so. And that and and that makes people... Uh, defensive before you ever start. They're, um, yeah, they're 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 offended in many ways by what we're trying to do. When uh, to me, there's something out of whack uh, underneath all this. That's why I'm I've, I've been kind of playing with the idea lately about. Maybe it's a pre-world view that I'm talking about. Uh, how how do we start thinking about the <laughs> world in such a way that we can can bring good news to the culture around us? And like we say, we can bring bridges. We can we can listen to the world and find out, you know what. What's going on and, and, and what are they doing with it? You know, I mentioned in my article uh, today uh, that I, you know, I had watched a little bit of a, of a video on one of the Worldview uh, websites. And there was this guy talking about their program. And uh, 
and he he said, um, let me just find it. Hang on. Um, uh, he said, um, someone brought up critical race theory, and this is during during his classes when he was taking in this course, and we talked about it. We dissected it as a case study. Okay, here's what critical race theory thinks. What do we think about it as Christians? And that's as far as he went. And it's almost like that's what our worldview is all about, going into some of these issues that the world has and say, okay, well, what do we think about them all? And that's as far as it goes. We're not, we're not helping anybody get anywhere. We, we are, that is mm-hmm. going to build a wall. That, because you walk out of that meeting and you go, okay, I got that one right. Now I know what we think about that. So uh, I need mm-hmm. to try and let everybody else know uh, how wrong they are, you know, because uh, we've mm-hmm. got the biblical correct biblical worldview on that issue and see this is where i say no you know because wait a minute i I really don't think the world wants to know what we think about critical race theory i don't really think they care what we think about it um i think (laughs) you know uh, what's more important is that we understand what they think about it. That's what's more important. If this is important to them and our goal is to build bridges and to communicate with them, then it's much more important than just finding out what do we think about that as Christians. It's more important to find out, okay, what part, what part of that can I enter into? What, what part of the critical race theory can I say, um, makes sense to me or or makes sense to my understanding of Jesus or where can I connect to this guy where where can we where can we make sense with each other um, and I just uh, I, I just don't see that we're training people to do that excuse me yeah yeah you got any comment on um, that one <laughs> Yeah, I have a lot of comment. <clears throat> First thing is, I think what you're talking about there, or or what you're seeking, is is common ground. Yeah, I, you, you know, it it doesn't matter <clears throat> what non-Christian belief system you're, you're talking about. There is always common ground somewhere, and 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 if we if we care enough. Uh, and and take enough time and are open to listening, we can wow. find that common ground and and then we can move on uh, from there. The my my other comment is, uh, um, well, let's get back to the church uh, in in the re, uh, in regard to what you read. Someone brought up uh, critical race theory and we we talked about it. I. I am guessing that whatever program you were listening to there, uh, the, the folks there were thinking that they had the right biblical answer race theory. Yeah. 
I am, I am, no, I'm not willing to bet. I know for a fact that if you, if you would just simply take the time to look even inside the evangelical church, you would find people that maybe not totally have bought into critical race theory, but to a large degree understand it and think that it's right with some caveats here and there. Mm -hmm. And, and, we just, um, I guess I would use the word arrogance. There's, yeah. there's, there's a lot of arrogance because there's not the willingness to talk to those within even, even evangelical circles who would uh, 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 disagree. I, um, I, <laughs> I, I think, John, that <clears throat> when a particular group views themselves as the top dog, hmm. whether it's within Christian circles or within society as a whole, then that virtually automatically carries with it that, oh, we, we have the right worldview. Hmm. And, and I'm not too sure we do a very good job of talking to the uh, underdog believers who might, just might view Scripture differently. I mean, because I know in, you know, my experience with our Southeast Asian congregations, they, they, they view the scripture differently than, than what, what I do, because the Asian mind is a totally different mindset than the Western mind. We're, we're convinced that we're right. And, and we just, and we don't even really listen. We don't listen well to one another, even within evangelical circles, let yeah. alone give the time of day to people who are non-Christian. Right. right. I know. I know, Wayne. Um, so the point being, I think, well, I can't believe that uh, our time is, all, uh, is is really almost, we've only got a few minutes left, Wayne. Um, and, uh, <laughs> It's a, it's a big subject, and, and uh, here's what I think. I think to try and end this thing up on a positive note, um, I've been thinking lately about, you know, if I were going to uh, uh, run a program on worldview, what would I want people to learn how to do? I asked myself that, uh, and, I, and, I, and I made a list of things. And some of those things include, I would want them to learn how to find truth in secular cultures. I'd want them to learn how to think about other religions. I want them to learn how do non-Christians think, not to show what's wrong with their thinking, but to understand them. And I I, I would like them to learn what do they think about. And what are the most popular subjects right now? And can we put Christ in terms of the culture? How? And what, what would that look like? And, and, and in other words, how do we build bridges to culture instead of walls? It seems to me mm-hmm. that that would be a positive and a helpful worldview. And I, I would just like to end up with a big push here for, for the catch. 
because you know our vision of the catch is is introducing everybody to the gospel of welcome, grace turned outward. And how can you do that when you're telling people they're wrong? You know, uh, it, that's mm-hmm. not a very good way to do that. You know, that doesn't sound no, very no, I, I, Yeah, I, go ahead. I hear you, John, and I I, <laughs> I think that uh, your your points here are are well taken. I will uh, never for I at Wheaton I had that four units one semester, four units the next semester of a history of philosophy with Dr. Arthur Holmes. And mm. I remember he loved to quote Augustine, changed it a little bit, and said, all truth is God's truth, wherever it may be found. Yeah. And, um, y- y- you know, obviously that includes the scripture, okay? <laughs> y- yeah. You know, but but all truth, wherever it may be found, is is God's truth. Therefore, we, it seems to me, we need to be, open this gospel of welcome approach uh, 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 because if we are not afraid to learn from others mm. uh, uh, you know mm. then we have we, we have opened a, 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 a door I just yeah. I mean you know I'm part of this group that uh, you know it's the, the Jewish rabbi is, is kind of the head honcho there and uh, the Muslim imam, there are three evangelicals, several Catholics, several Mormons, several Buddhists, several Hindus, and so on, and uh, Seventh-day Adventists. Uh, well, let me see. We don't have any six, but, um, uh, you know, but, but the point is, is, is we have determined, because we know ahead of time we're not going to agree theologically, but we have determined that we are going to genuinely listen to one another and respect one another. In other words, uh, 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 for yeah. those of us who are even, well, and for the Jewish rabbi and the Muslim imam, we really believe that we are all made in the image of God. And because that is true, every single person on this planet, whether we agree with them or not, is irrelevant. Because they're made in the image of God, they deserve to be treated with respect. They deserve to be listened to. And, and and that's one of the things, John, that I I, I love about the catch is because because mm. that's that's your approach. It's it's yeah. it's grace turned outward, you know. Mm. And grace can only be turned outward <laughs> when we really yeah. believe that everybody is created in the image of God, and mm. and and we literally act on it and treat people as such. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. Um, just one more question, Wayne, for you, because uh, I know you. I've heard you quote uh, Abraham Kuyper quite a bit. Um, can you yes. can you tell us? A, we'll go. We can go a little bit over. Tell us a little bit about Abraham Kuyper and what we can learn from from a, a man like that. Yeah. Uh, Kuiper was the prime minister of uh, of Holland, of the Netherlands, uh, back in the early part of the uh, uh, 20th century. Uh, a, a wonderful Christian man, um, um, based well, obviously out of the Netherlands, uh, uh, um, based in a reformed understanding of uh, of scripture, and uh, and so it was, you know, his wish of 
you know, how do I how do I be a genuine Christian as a as the prime minister of this country, and yet wow. realize and you understand that the whole country is by no means Christian, and so how do we go about this? Mm. And um, and 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 what he developed and what's been developed uh, since then uh, in reform circles, uh, frankly, coincides with what the Catholic Church teaches. Only the Catholic Church uses different words, but it's 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 called uh, principle principled pluralism in other words we understand that we live in a pluralistic society not everybody is christian and not even every brand of christian is the same in this country Um, yeah uh, but we need to be principled in in uh, 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 how we go about living with one another um, uh, and 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 therefore it's it, it becomes an an issue of, of, of like you have been saying all along here, John, of of, of earning the right to speak, of of, of grace turned outward. Um, well, basically, what Jesus said: Would you just please treat people the way you would want to be treated? And mm. and, and to do that in in this larger political realm. And so when you know when these big political decisions had to be made in in the Netherlands, it wasn't as as if uh, he was the dictator and this is what we're going to do because it's what the reformed church says it was he would actually listen to mm. all of his opponents and treat them with and mm. and 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 then decisions would be uh, uh um based on that there are there are just some there are some great uh uh, ref- uh, and I'm not reformed myself, okay, in my theology, but um, I, 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 I hold I hold that in very very high regard. And there are um, there are reformed theologians um, uh, nowadays, uh, especially in the United States and Canada, that are are writing about this and just doing a a, a magnificent job. I I, I think there's. I think there is much much we can learn. Anyway, Abraham Kuyper, principled pluralism. Principled pluralism. That sounds a little bit like mm-hmm. our friend Oz Guinness, who talks about the uh, the public square, where uh, everybody has a right to speak and and to be respected for what they believe. Uh, all and he says he keeps saying it all religions and none, and uh, I just mm-hmm. love all for that. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, we have in fact we're gonna, in a couple of weeks we're going to have Oz uh, on our program here, so it's always great having him mm-hmm. back. But um, yeah, that's. But yeah. Wayne, because believe you know, it or not, there are things we can learn from non-Christians yeah. if we would oh, just yeah. be open to it. Wayne, the things we're talking about, the things we talked about for the last half hour, if you take all the Christians and the, and the vocal ones, especially in, in this country, we're in the minority, Wayne. <laughs> I I know that, but the Holy Spirit is faithful. And I, I tell you what, I tell you what the Holy Spirit has been doing with me lately, and that is. I, John, I, I get so frustrated about this stuff uh, to the point of being angry. And, mm-hmm. and it's like 
God has kind of hit me over the head here with a two by four mm-hmm. and said, um, you know, Wayne, what you, what, what you really ought to be doing is, is you ought to be, you ought to be praying, really, really praying for uh, uh, your fellow evangelical folks who are just so sure that they are right. And, uh, and, and thus turning everybody, well, not everybody, but turning so many people off. And so, you know, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I, I need to, I need to uh, up the game in, in, in my prayer life in, in this regard, because, yes. you know, you and I can talk all we want, but the fact of the matter is, and we should, but the fact of the matter is, is it's only the Holy Spirit that changes hearts. Yes. Yep. Oh, gosh, that's so good. And uh, so we will pray. And I'm going to ask our listeners to pray for us and and, and pray for us as we figure out what to do about this, because I want our people in the catch to to have a worldview that that actually works in the world and and does build bridges. So amen. Pray for us mm-hmm. that we learn how to help people um, think that way. I think it's a different way of thinking that we have to uh, we have to get across to people. Um, Wayne, uh, I I've got a I got a book list here that I'm starting to work on of people who I think can help with with this. Um, have you got one favorite you want to tell us uh, that you would recommend to our listeners? Um, if you're talking about the, uh, 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 political realm and, uh, uh, the big picture stuff and, and, uh, principal yeah. pluralism, uh, James K.A. Smith, Awaiting the King. Uh, Smith is a Canadian, yeah. uh, right now he's a professor of philosophy at Calvin University. James K.A. Smith, Awaiting the King. Great. K.A. Smith. Um, Mm -hmm. Good. And I'm going to say, because I thought you might say it, so uh, I had a second one. If (laughs) you didn't get mine, and that would be uh, Gregory Boyd's book, um, The Myth of a Christian Nation. Um, That's a little older. It's a little older, but I think it's really good at uh, getting at the heart of where we got off track. Uh, I think you're right, John. We're we're about Jesus, not saving America. Yeah, yeah. And this whole idea... We're about Jesus. When you brought it up, you know, this whole idea of Christian nationalism is is not it. That's not what we're called to to represent. And yet there are a lot of Christians who sincerely believe that. Um, uh, I yes. thought it was really interesting. I ran into something just recently where I guess it's the, the granddaughter of Billy Graham is, is speaking out very, very strongly against Christian nationalism. And uh, I thought that. Oh, that was know, a beautiful yeah. statement she made. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Well, we could talk for hours about this, but uh, we got we got the thing started up, so we'll just we'll just keep it going, and uh, 
Uh, thank you, Wayne, for spending some time with us today and helping us think through some of this. Always good to be with you, John. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. All right. Take care. God bless. God bless you. Okay, folks. Well, you know, there it is. We, we've got a lot of work to do. we got a lot to think about. And that actually should make you excited. That, that really should be exciting because, uh, you know, we've got somewhere to go here. And I believe we are, with some of these things we're saying here, we're in the minority, uh, even in the Christian world. So uh, we, we got to bone up, read, our, read the scriptures, uh, read some people who we believe are making really hard, truthful statements about some of these things. And uh, uh, yeah, Gregory Boyd, uh, uh, Harry Blamires is another one. And, uh, and uh, of course, Oz Guinness is uh, really fantastic in this area. And we're going to have Oz back in a couple weeks. So hang in there. Uh, God bless you. Sorry for going a little bit over, but this was fun. We had a lot of stuff to get through today. And uh, we're going to keep talking about this. Worldview, what we think about the world and how we do that is key. I believe, for the gospel of welcome, grace turned outward. God bless you all.